Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. Night falls, and what happens? Well, actually, many things happen. Many things happen during the evening hours, during the night hours, during the night watches. When night falls, what happens spiritually? Have you ever considered, reflected upon that? what happens spiritually at night because things do happen at night a night is an interesting element night is an interesting reality that we experience here in time and space that we will not those who are children of god will not experience in the new jerusalem when we are glorified Spending eternity with the Lord Jesus Christ, we will never experience night. Isn't that interesting? It's a earthly phenomena, and of course, it's a hellish phenomena because those who are not redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ will continue to experience the elements of night night brings darkness and darkness is present in that place known as hell and those who are there in hell for all eternity will experience night and it's very full effect Have you ever considered what happens at night? Have you considered and reflected upon the truth that night is not God's ideal? In the sense, it will not be experienced in eternity with him. Night is a reality in time and space, but it's not something God desires for his people to experience in the new Jerusalem. In his kingdom, 
for all eternity. So there must be something very unique about night, something that that doesn't meet meets his ideal, the Lord's ideal. This is something I want to discuss tonight. This is something I want to look into, explore, investigate. So tonight we're going to explain the spiritual realities that occur at night on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Barton. I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. What's up? This is Michael Tate, trying to count up how many times that Paul, one of the greatest Jesus freaks ever, escaped death. Several times, angry mobs tried to stone him. Once, he was even left for dead. Paul was bitten by a poisonous snake, robbed, thrown in jail a bunch of times, shipwrecked three times, and spent a whole night adrift at sea. He survived floods, starvation, and five separate whippings. Paul wasn't afraid to die. He even wrote, to live is Christ and to die is gain. But God had bigger plans. God used Paul to reach the Gentiles, encourage and challenge churches, write much of the New Testament, and be an example to you and I of how to trust and obey God's plan, no matter what. Will you stand with the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with the Challenge for Jesus Freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. The Bible tells how Jesus suffered on his way to the cross. I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting. Another passage describes the scene on Calvary. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. These vivid accounts of Jesus' death are not from the New Testament. They're from Isaiah, written prophetically more than 600 years before Christ was born. For more from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with news of another real-life Jesus freak. It's 2nd century Rome. Justin Martyr is a respected pagan philosopher. But seeing Christians willingly die for their faith consumes him with curiosity. So he reads the scriptures and converts. He even opens a school of Christian philosophy in Rome. As his last act, Justin offers his martyrdom as a witness for Christ, saying, For though we are beheaded and crucified, We do not forsake the confession of our faith. But the more things of this kind which happen to us, the more are there others who become believers through the name of Jesus. For more on the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com.
subject of night is an interesting one, especially during this season of Halloween That's that many nations, many peoples of the various nations, Western nations of the, around the world are celebrating, and it's often a very popular holiday celebration for many in many Western nations of the world this Halloween holiday season with all of its images of uh, horror, terror, fear, of monsters, of aliens, of devils, witches, goblins, imps, and ghosts, and haunted homes. People are really enjoying the nights, especially during this season, those who enjoy the Halloween season. There's something special to these kinds of to these to these people about these kinds of nights. Night is preferred over day. Darkness is preferred over light. But does that tell you something, my friends? About night. Night is about darkness, is it not? And what does the Holy Scriptures, what does the sacred scripture say? about darkness. The Apostle Paul asked the rhetorical question to the church, to the body of Christ at Corinth thousands of years ago, a couple thousand years ago, he asked, what fellowship does light have with darkness? Night brings darkness. Darkness conceals. Light brings that which is in the darkness into its very light. Things happen spiritually at night that I want to discuss tonight. Though the devil, it seems, and his demons, and those who are hell-bent toward evil, enjoy the night, enjoy the darkness of the nights, God's still at work. We ought to remind ourselves that with God, he's omnipresent. He's present at night as he is with day. And God still moves powerfully at night. Even when the darkness seems to be heightened, the powers of darkness seem to be very active and very bold well known that people enjoy <laughs> various kinds of evils in the dark. You know, the Apostle John writes concerning this, and I think you'd be interesting to hear hear what John, the Apostle John says about the darkness. Remember, night brings darkness. In him, in Jesus, was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. 
The devil likes darkness. But the fact is, darkness cannot overcome the light. And we are the children of light. Does not the scripture tell? Speaks of us being the children of light, not the children of darkness. What does night bring, my friends? Think about them for a moment. Night brings darkness. And what does darkness bring? What does darkness bring? Does darkness bring life, peace? Does it bring hope, joy? It's interesting. I have three young children, my friends, and inherently with my three children, they do not like the night. Why is that, my friends? Why would children, and this has been my experience in ministering with children, often children, little children, do not like the night. For it brings darkness. And oftentimes at night, it's when Demons in the forms of monsters, goblins, imps, ghosts, ghouls, poltergeists, (laughs) strange creatures of the night appear to the young ones, to the little ones. You must understand, they they desire to instill fear in these little ones. They desire to terrorize your little ones. They desire to terrorize your home at night. There's something special in their eyes to the darkness. Remember, darkness conceals. They don't want their true identity to be exposed to the light, physical and spiritual. I'm speaking, my friends. They like the physical and spiritual darkness that night brings. That night brings. For you were once darkness, but now you are the light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out, find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do, have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible. And everything that is illuminated becomes a light. Now you understand why the darkness does not like the light. For everything that is exposed by the light, and Jesus is the light, becomes visible. And demons are about masquerading. Demons are about hiding. Demons are about secrets. That's what the occult is. By the very root of its very word. If you go back to the Latin word occultus, it it literally means to to hide, to conceal. The powers of darkness, the powers that are so active at night, like to conceal. And night brings darkness. That's why... God permits no night to be present in his kingdom. Have you thought about that, my friends? 
that in his kingdom, his eternal kingdom, in which he will reign forevermore, we will reign with him, by the way, there will be no night. Were you aware of this? There will be no night. It's really interesting what the scripture says. I'd like to read it to you regarding the subject of night. For I believe, most people don't understand the significance of night and what it brings in the book of Revelation. The Apostle John writes these words, Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb, down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will serve him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun. For the Lord God will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. There will be no more night. Think about it, my friends. There will be no more night. Yes. We as the children of God experience the night. We live here on planet Earth. We experience the phenomenon of night and all the spiritual implications of the night. The darkness that the night brings. As night falls, darkness descends. And often demonic activity heightens. It's, it's energized by the darkness. In fact, it's very well known in the ministry of exorcism around the world. And when you are participating in exorcisms at between the hours of midnight, let's say about four in the morning, exorcisms tend to be a little more difficult. I'm not sure we've seen some great victories during the night hours ministering to those demonized, inhabited by evil powers. We've seen the power of the Lord Jesus Christ manifested, of course. Jesus is omnipresent with the Father and the Holy Spirit, the one Godhead. But it's true. The fact is, the reality is, the powers of darkness seems to gain strength. When night falls and darkness descends, there's much to the subject that I want to talk about. But the fact is, those of you tonight who are listening to this live global presentation, I want you to know to be encouraged because there's many who are fearful of the night hours. There's, I've, I have counseled with hundreds of people 
over the 20-plus years of ministering to those afflicted by evil spirits, unholy demons, wicked spirits. I've dealt with so many people over the years who've been frightened by the darkness the night brings. They don't like the night. When night falls, they are terrorized. When night falls, they're fearful. When night falls... They're paranoid. When night falls, they're tempted to do things that they would normally not do during the day. But at night, things are heightened. Things are more sensitive spiritually to the things of darkness, to the things of Satan. Satan works powerfully at night. For remember, he loves the darkness. But what fellowship does light have with darkness? It does not have any. We're not the children of night. We're the children of light. So when night falls and darkness descends, we continue to bring the light. But we must increase our awareness, spiritual awareness, our discernment. We must be discerning. We must be on guard. We must be prudent. For it's a well-known fact that when darkness arrives, when night falls each and every day, things happen. Things happen in the kingdom of darkness. Demons are really, really activated. Because it's at night when people, generally speaking that is, at night, on a Friday night, on a Saturday night in many major city of the world, in many villages, many towns and areas of the around the world. It's generally speaking a, a time of of party. A time for drunkenness, orgy, sexual immorality. And for many it's the time to partake of the activities of the occult. Seance practices of witchcraft, casting of spells, occultic rituals, ceremonies, and sacrifices. Sure, some of the, these things happen during the day, of course, but generally these things happen at night. Night falls, darkness descends, we, the, we are not the children of night, we're the children of light, and we must go into the night with the light of Jesus to expose the deeds of darkness. But as I mentioned, as night falls, darkness descends, Jesus is still at work. And I want to talk about that right after this brief intermission. Michael Tate with a thank you to a small church in a faraway place as they demonstrate what it means to be a Jesus freak. It's 1991, Canal, Peru. Terrorists burned down their church and 17 houses, all belonging to Christians. Their pastor is murdered, yet the very next night, 
Thirty of these believers gather fearlessly in the muddy street to sing praise songs, worship the one true God, and even pray for their persecutors. They live by the words of Paul in Philippians 1.27. Conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or remain absent, I may hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Are you a Jesus freak? Go online to persecution.com. tonight there's there's much to discuss and I think I'm going to continue this discussion in the near future because there's much to talk about when discussing night when night falls and darkness descends but oftentimes people are trying to get some sleep obviously at night most people and God often will speak to his people at night in dreams so that's a spiritual phenomenon that I want to speak on just briefly here. Abelmach, Abelmach, in Genesis chapter 20, experienced this. But God came to Abelmach in a dream one night. In a dream one night. It wasn't during the day, obviously. Abelmach was sleeping. So he came at night. So God is at work at night, my friends. Though the demons are active, but God is very much active. And God said to him, You are good as dead because of the woman you have taken. She is a married woman. God can give you a, a warning at night. He could speak to you. At night. So God is at work at night. And remember, Jesus Christ has destroyed the powers of darkness at the cross. Because of his shed blood and because of his resurrection, the kingdom of light will reign, as I've mentioned to you. In the new Jerusalem, there will be no night, so night will be abolished forevermore. We will never experience night. And so many of you who are listening to this broadcast are so happy to hear that because some of you are so terrorized of the nights. It's interesting. Jesus did some ministry, much ministry at night. Did you know in John chapter 3, Nicodemus went to Jesus at night? He did. Now, there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night. He came to Jesus at night. And the reason I mention that is to, is to bring this up. Just as Jesus was accessible during the day, Jesus is accessible to you at night. Nicodemus 
came to Jesus at night. Jesus is available for you tonight. As night falls and darkness descends, Jesus is accessible. That's what the scripture says in John chapter 3. That's comforting. Even as I read that, I know people are being comforted as you're listening to the word of God being spoken. Nicodemus came to Jesus at night. Jesus is accessible at night. And that's what I tell my children. That's why I tell those who are tormented by the powers of darkness. Jesus is accessible when there's terror at night, when there's fear at night, when the monsters show, when the demons are attacking you. Jesus is there at night, and you get to beat them in the name of Jesus Christ. I come against all the power, powers of night, the powers that torment you. They are bound by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. They have to submit to the blood of Jesus Christ and release you in Jesus' name. If they have no rights to you, I command them on your behalf to go in Jesus' name. Out of them. Out of these people. Now in the authority of Jesus Christ. Release them now in Jesus' name. Let go of them by the bloodstained cross of Jesus Christ. By the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now in Jesus' name. Come out of them. Now you call upon Jesus. It's night here in America. In North America, it's night. In Central America, and South America, it's night. You could call upon Jesus now. And as night descends, and uh, night falls, and darkness descends later on throughout the other parts of the world, you could call upon Jesus. He is available, and he can deliver you and comfort you and give you his peace and his love, for he loves you. You can call upon the name of Jesus. Simply say, Jesus, even at night. As Nicodemus came to Jesus at night, you can come to Jesus at night. Say, Jesus, forgive me. Cleanse me. Give me your love, your peace, your presence. Comfort me during this dark time in my life. I love you, Jesus. Amen. He loves you. And we love you too. My wife and I and those who are part of this global ministry, we bless you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with news of another real-life Jesus freak. It's second-century Rome. Justin Martyr is a respected pagan philosopher. But seeing Christians willingly die for their faith consumes him with curiosity, so he reads the scriptures and converts. He even opens a school of Christian philosophy in Rome. As his last act, Justin offers his martyrdom as a witness for Christ, saying, For though we are beheaded and crucified, we do not forsake the confession of our faith. But the more things of this kind which happen to us, the more are there others who become believers through the name of Jesus. For more on the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. 